Blind Man Brewery, makers of craft beer in central Alberta, proudly presents this episode of Harmonious Gentlemen. Wolf Podcast episodes were buried treasure valued in millions, hidden around Virginia, and whose location is translated into mysterious ciphers. You'd know this has to be episode 60 of The Harmonious Gentleman. Why? Have you guys heard of Beale's ciphers? No. Apparently, some guy in the 1800s buried all this gold, silver, and precious jewels, then created three ciphers. One about the location, one about the value of the treasure, and one about who should get it if it's ever found. And then distributed these and a guy printed them out. And there's been like this massive treasure hunt for the last hundred years. And it's estimated to be valued at $60 million. 60 million Canadian. That's amazing. I'm Graham. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm now on the hunt for this treasure. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking earlier, we were were chatting, Chris, about billionaires and really rich people. And like, I wish more stuff like that with their money. That sounds like a lot of fun. And you could you could follow the the hunt, right? Like you yeah. could, you could just do it while you're still alive, and then just see what and happens. make people happen. Like just bury money in pots around yeah. North America. Yeah, Bezos, if you're listening, what a great idea, <laughs> Bezos, guys, 2022. Oof. How are we doing? Yeah, pretty good so far. It's the <laughs> what is it? This day two, day yeah. three. I feel like I haven't failed too many times <laughs> yet on my goals. Yeah. Do you guys have goals already? Well, I think we've recorded an episode on resolutions and I don't know what we we said about resolutions, but where I'm at right now is I, I kind of obstinately or I, I, I don't want to make them. Yeah. So I almost like go the opposite way where I'm like resistant to the idea of doing anything new. So I just mm-hmm. stick in the same old ways. Nice. Keep like doing it. what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I f- know about you guys. I, I feel this year way less motivation than I have in past years to, to set goals for myself. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going. Just do what yeah, you're that's doing. That's my goal. Yeah. Like survive. I mean, I might thrive a little bit. But <laughs> thriving, not important. Speaking about thriving, we heard from a good friend. We did. Uh, thanks for tuning into the episode that was released on Christmas day. It wasn't really a Christmas episode. No. As you guys no. know, it was more a year in review. It was more of a gift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was. I talked to a few listeners midday who listened to it already. I was very impressed. Wow. And thankful. So they put like their own celebration on hold. I think so. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, one listener, because we, we did mention, hey, you should you should email us if you're listening to this on Christmas Day. So here's an email from just such a person. Dear Harmonious Gentlemen, I was probably the only person who listened to your Christmas Day episode on Christmas Day. Not true. We know that's false, but... Mm-hmm. It's a good intro. That statement may sound pathetic. Who listens to a podcast on Christmas? (laughs) Thanks. But I was packing for my trip to the States to visit family, and it was a wonderful episode to pack to. It was fun to go back and listen to highlights, and I'm happy and surprised with how the podcast has grown and all of the guests you've had on, and thankful for all the times that I have been on the podcast as well, hoping for another year of amazing episodes. Sincerely, the somewhat harmonious gent, Peter. Thank you, Peter. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. And I don't okay. mean know if he means like sometimes he's harmonious or sometimes he's on the show. Mm-hmm. Could, Maybe both. Could be either. <laughs> I really enjoy trying to find a clip of Peter's to play on that last episode because he's been on so many great episodes and we appreciate uh, Peter so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And here's to another year. We, d- we did a lot of episodes last year. We're starting right away here. We're hitting the ground running. Yeah. yeah. And 
it's, I mean, we've already mentioned resolutions, but Graham, I feel like you made like an early resolution or some kind of commitment mm. not long ago. <laughs> this is just a good, a good segue into listener. He is it? grimacing. Like, yeah. did you do the thing you said you would do or at least try to do it? Listeners, I, I come before you, <laughs> a broken individual. Yes, Tyler, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, l- listeners, I did make, uh, we, we talked about a segment or maybe a, a somewhat less official segment where we would, you know, commit to things that we want to do and do it publicly so we have more. Um, anyway, I said I would make a phone call about some life insurance stuff yeah. and I have not yet made that phone call. In fact, I feel less likely to make it anytime soon than I was before. Especially with your new take on resolutions in which you are not doing anything. Yes. So it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so I really, we're scrapping that commit to try segment. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like I'm letting the, the listeners down. So uh, I what was, about us, Graham? Nope. The listeners. <laughs> okay. <are laughs> Just checking. <laughs> I spent too much time making jingles, I think, and couldn't get anything done. Is it helpful to recommit to try? Or you're just like, this is off your plate. You're not doing it. Gentlemen, I'm going to recommit right now. Okay. I'm going to make that phone call this week. And next time we chat, it's all done. We're, we're asking you about it. Maybe we need some to raise the stakes a little bit. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. our opinion of you isn't um, too important. Right. And our <laughs> listeners, even, thing. you've let them down. Yeah. Um, but yeah. maybe there needs to be some kind of a consequence if you don't do it. Um, hmm. kicked off the podcast. This seems sure. a little harsh since you do most of the work. <laughs> Listeners, you should email us the consequence. <laughs> what should Graham have to do? Yeah. And you guys can be my like accountability buddies and you can help me out with this. Okay. Accountability buddies. I like it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, tonight we're going to have a, a good chat. I'm, I'm relieved to be to be sitting with you guys again. It feels like it's been a long time because it, it has been longer than normal. Yeah. Um, we're going to have a good chat tonight. Um, and just for the future, we have a, a, a guest or two coming up in the, in the next little while that we're excited about. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to a lot of good stuff this year. Here's yeah. to 2022. Yeah. yeah. Happy new year. Happy new year. Let's, uh, let's recommend some stuff after a word from our sponsor. Ooh. Here they are. <laughs> This segment is proudly supported by Cilantro and Chive. The harmonious gentlemen highly recommend their fresh, simple eats and their passion for making their community a more harmonious place. My recommendation, my first recommendation of 2022 is non-traditional. It is a would you rather question that was actually presented to me by Chris (laughs) in a end of year kind of Christmas message, or I don't know if you call it a Christmas message, a nice message. Yeah. Well-written. And it was all based around this, would you rather question? Um, and I'll, Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think, would you rather fight a chicken every time you, um, enter your car, mm-hmm. um, or face a orangutan is mm-hmm. the one is what I, the way I remember it. Um, face an orangutan with a sword once a year in a battle um, at an un, any unexpected time. Yep. So I think that's a great question. And um, Krista, my wife, and I have actually used that analogy or that would you rather as an analogy, which you did too in your, your letter for just kind of dealing with obstacles and challenges in our life. And it's been a great uh, conversation starter mm-hmm. and just a, and now it's kind of an inside um, joke or uh, 
yeah, one of those those things that we can. She'll say like uh, our car didn't start the other day, and I was getting quite frustrated. And she said, oh, "This cool. is one of the one of the chickens. Like it's mm-hmm. just a chicken. Or? Yeah, just a chicken. Hmm. So nice. Um, we don't need to talk too much more about it, but I think that's a yeah. good would you rather. And and Chris presented it to us as like an analogy for for life. And I think yeah, I'd like to recommend that for others. Yeah. Cool. Great message too, Chris. It was fantastic. Yeah, thank you for that. That's I was in the middle of writing mine when I received it and I just scrapped mine because I couldn't. <laughs> just <no>. blow it. <laughs> Delete. That was kind of neat. That question led to a lot of funny conversations. So yeah. I'm glad it did for you too. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm going to recommend a program on Disney Plus called Dope Sick. It's a dramatized 10-episode um, show about the history of Oxycontin and... I guess opioids being prescri- overprescribed in the United States in yeah the late '90s and early 2000s, and just a really remarkable um, show. So it's pretty tough content, a lot a lot about addiction and and those kind of things. But I think it's really worth watching, and I highly recommend it. Check it out. Is it meant as a like a doc like a, a documentary? Well, it's based on a lady's book who I think. Graham has mentioned the the show Crime of the Century, which is just a straight out documentary. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think that documentary is based on this book too. And okay. then this is like a more of an episodic show. Like it's dramatized. So I don't know if the characters are actually right. real or if they're just kind of, you know, they're used to tell the story. I'm not I should look into that side mm-hmm. of it a bit, but yeah. It's great. Hard, hard, hard story to Yeah, it's hard to watch, but it's yeah. really well made. Thanks, Chris. My recommendation is uh, a place we took our family to a couple of days ago in Calgary, and it's called uh, Studio Bell. It's like a music museum downtown Calgary. Hmm. Is it and by the new library? Yes. Okay, I've seen. Uh, it. Yeah, cool. didn't know what it was. Yeah, they, and they have free admission right now. I think even into the new year for for a while as well. So there's no admission at all. And we went. It wasn't busy. We parked right right in front of the entrance, and it was basically five floors of really cool hmm. Canadiana music, um, instruments you can play, uh, posters, Gord Downey poster with, with, uh, pennies. It was really cool. So hmm. highly recommend it if you have some time to, huh. to spend there. Uh, the, the highlight though, I'll share with you guys, I thought was incredible, um, was an organ, uh, looked kind of like a standard organ with multiple levels and, and stops and, and pedals, but it was connected to, it was in a huge room and it was connected to all these different wooden air, air, like like a pipe organ would work, but a whole bunch of other instruments set up in a similar way. And the stops on the organ would control which ones you want to oh. make. So there'd be drums, so, or there's flute oh, sounds. So they don't even have to be a woodwind. No, there's 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 tamp, um, uh, xylophones and hmm. all kinds of things. And and it, it's actually a hundred years old. And it was it was in a theater for silent movies. So they have a person like playing uh-huh. along to the movie and they could do all these varieties. So they could operate an orchestra basically. Basically. And so this guy, this guy demoed wow. it for us and he played a, a movie medley and he did like the Terminator two song. Huh. And it, it was really incredible. Can you so, play that? Or you just get to see somebody play that it? You can't play, but there, I played, there's a beautiful piano I got to play and drums and it's fantastic. Is mm-hmm. it good for kids? Yeah. My kids had a great time. Yeah. So if I can only play like chopsticks, will I still like it? Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's. There's also quite a lot of just memorabilia, um, clothing mm. from different artists. There's a Canada Hall of Fame section. Mm. It's really neat. Yeah, cool. Just so check it out. What's it called? Studio Bell. Yeah, like by Bell Company Bell. I think so. Yeah, and uh, like I said, it's been free for this last little while. I think it's still free for a little bit longer. So if you mm. want to free, oh, that's great. Walk in. 
That library is awesome too. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's a full day right there if you do both those things for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cool guys. Good, good recommendations. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyler, what do we, what should we delve into tonight? Well, I was thinking we've done an episode on new year's resolutions. Um, and we've already even talked about that a little bit, but I think it's still a good time to think about, um, just like fitness and, um, health, even maybe vanity, like how vain are we? Why are we vain? Why do we care so much about the way we look? Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard to like live, like do the things we say we're going to do, Graham? I, can, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't record the disappointment on my face. <laughs> yeah, we'll kind of see how it goes. That sounds good. Ready, Chris? Yep. Set? Go. Go. Tyler, I have a question for you to kick this off here. Uh, you've, I've known you for quite a few years now. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've known you to, uh, we, we exercised together for a couple of years, actually more than a couple of years, ran together. Yeah. You've keto dieted. You've counted calories. <laughs> you've hot yoga No, I don't know if you've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff though over the years. And uh, I got to ask you, Tyler, what do you think, what do you think was your motivation in these times? When you, when you were inter- entering a new thing, what, what was your motivation? Yeah. Well, for... I have a, that's an easy one to answer because, um, when I met you is about 10 years ago ish mm-hmm. and I have an eight year old daughter. So like soon after we met, I knew I was going to be a parent and I was in the worst shape of my life and I want, I didn't want to be unable to like throw my kids in the air mm-hmm. or like do I wanted, like, when I thought about being fit, it was, like, fit to be a dad. So, that was kind of, like, and, but before that, I had tried, like, to start running, and I just didn't have the, a good motivation. It was, like, because all through college, like, I had done, you didn't include this in your list, like, cleansing diets. I don't know if you guys ever tried one of those, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I remember doing those in, like, I was in college and, like, out of shape, and I knew I needed I should do something or I felt like I should do something. So I'd try these like month long diets and I could kind of get through it, but it was, there was no purpose. Like right. the purpose was, yeah. So where I was finally able to follow through on something was when I was going to have kids. Wow. Hmm. That's a heartwarming. That's, that's a good like, answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. Well, Good question. I mean, also, we were talking during the break about this time of year, and and the gyms fill up with people, and they're yeah. motivated, and they're making resolutions, and they're they're doing it, and so that made me want to ask that question because right now, you guys, I don't know about you, but I mean, I kind of do. I'm not feeling that motivated this year. I'm not feeling like I want to get back in there, and I yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, Chris, how are you feeling right now? Not very motivated. Yeah, I think I know why for myself, but I you know it could be an excuse too. But why do we even feel like this time of year we have to do that? Mm-hmm. Like, like because it, everybody else is doing it, probably, or this is the time when you take stock. I don't know. Yeah. Or it, you know, there's something about like another chance and a redemption sort of that I like too. It's like, okay, I have this quote, quote I have to read you guys that mm-hmm. I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. But it's also kind of damning because here's what this guy Robin Sharma said. I don't know who Robin Sharma is, but. In my email, this popped up today. Don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life. 
Okay. And I was like, oh, I guess I have to do something new and exciting this year or I'll, or Robin Sharma will be disappointed with <laughs> I me. I mean, I would ask, what's his name? Sharma? Sharma. I don't know. Mr. Sharma. Um, Sharman, why? Yeah. Like the, what the premise is like, you hear that. It's like, yeah, but like, what's he, why not? Why can't you live the same year? What if it's an awesome year? What if you live 75, the same awesome year? And is, is he talking specifically about fitness or health or is it just good question? I didn't delve into this at all. It just, (laughs) I read it once and I was like, yeah, that really, that really gets me. And now that you guys are saying it's like, yeah, that's stupid. What's wrong with (laughs) just living your life? Well, I like what you said earlier about like a fresh start. Like I think, especially when it's something that's a big change, like it's hard to do, to take that very first step. And so it's like an extra motivator when it's a new year, others are doing it. It's cool. I, it's romantic kind of like, I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's also like, what kind of a person are you? Like, are you a reflective person who wants to improve and change? Then you probably don't need January 1st to do that because you're working through those things all the time. And mm-hmm. you know, the arc of your life would be like a gradual improvement line instead of fail, fail, fail. January 1st comes yeah. and you totally do a 180. That's not that realistic. Yeah. And those stories of people doing that are very few and far between. But they make good stories. It's kind of like if you've been putting something off for a long time, right? Like this time comes and it's a a logical or it's for me in the past and even, I mean, probably this year too, like where it's October, November, I know maybe I should make a change. Yeah. I'm like, ah, January, I'll I'll just get through Christmas. and, And then it's, so it, yeah, I don't know if it's, necessarily now I may be changing my tune a little bit necessarily that bad that there is this extra pressure because sometimes maybe you just need a little a little push accountability or whatever that is yeah but 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 how were you Ty like when it was like okay January 1st is a Saturday maybe I'll just wait till Monday like yeah I had a bit of that like oh yeah it's January 1st so I am gonna kind of clean some things up but you know it's still (laughs) the weekend so I'll wait yeah or in the past like I've made pretty specific goals and plans and I stick to them for January and then February, they just fall off. And then from that February to the next January, I'm postponing it again. (laughs) In 11 months, I'll really, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, I I was thinking earlier this year about, uh, I was going to the gym and I was, you know, being pretty good about it. And I, it, this seems to always happen two or three months into that cycle where I start to think like, why am I doing this? Yeah. And, and, and so when you start up, like, let's say January 1st comes time to work out. Like, I'd be curious to know people's motivations. Like, so why? Like you say, I got to go to the gym. So why do you have to go to the gym? So what about that is the thing? Why is that? Like, do you need to? Like, really? Is yeah, that actually like something Like the doctor's do? telling you to? Or? Right. Or is it just what you've been told you have to do? Or is it like, Tyler, you mentioned a pretty amazing reason for <laughs> looking at. No, I'm just, you know, that's a great motivator. But I was hitting that point this year where I thought like, why am I doing this? Like what? And then I stopped going because I couldn't answer the question. And did you have motivation in previous years or you never really thought about it? Yeah, I did. And we, and we had a really good streak together. The three of us worked out a lot and, and I I enjoyed being more active and it was really fun. So there were reasons, but I just was going on my own and I just sort of thought, yeah, this isn't, I'm not really enjoying this anymore. It wasn't, and I couldn't think of a reason to keep, to keep doing it. Um, Well, that's the, like the word fitness, like implies that you're, trying to get fit for a certain purpose. Right. And I mentioned my, like, I wanted to be a, a fit to be a, a dad. Right. But that like, once you achieve that, okay. So now I'm fit enough to throw my kid in the air and play sports with them. Like 
there's, I still feel like I need to do more, but like, what's driving that? Like, is it like biologically fitness is like to, um, survive and reproduce. Right. So like, is that why like, Check. <laughs> <laughs> like you go to the gym to increase your chances of surviving? I think for some, like, yeah. like you get a, a doctor tells you, you need to make some changes. But I think I've for seen most, how some of the girls dress at the gym. They have a good chance of reproducing. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed the guys more, um, especially when Peter's there. <laughs> Peter, hope I see you there again pretty soon here, by the way. He'll just be hiding. Yeah. But, yeah. I think, there's also something to be said about just how it feels good to do it. It, it does. Oh, yeah. Like you, it doesn't, you maybe don't even need like a long-term motivation. It just feels good. Like when you leave the gym, do you ever feel like, I wish I didn't do that? You, you never think that or go for a run. But when it's cold in the morning and it gets hard, you fall off and then it's hard to get back. And yeah. So I don't know. I, I, this year feels different. And that's why I'm enjoying talking about this. Cause I don't know. I don't feel motivation right now at all. Yeah. Where I think like, this is the first time in a long time where I've sort of felt like that. I don't think I'm depressed. I don't think I'm And sad, are you so I, non-motivated that like you just won't even do it or? I mean, I sort of, it's, it's that thing where you tell yourself, oh, I, I'll, I will tomorrow or the next day, but you yeah. kind of know it's going to be a few more weeks or months before I yeah. actually do it. Yeah. yeah. But is that, I guess we talk about even this as, it, as if that's bad. Like, is yeah. that bad? No, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think... I think I, f- f- I feel it if I'm not exercising in any way. I, I feel it. But do you guys? Yeah. I was going to ask, like, if the motivation is external, what are the chances it's going to be successful? Mm-hmm. Like in my own life, when it's internal motivation, well, actually, I don't know. I got to think about that now. Yeah. Well, a lot of the, the way you measure being healthy, right? Like, I think we all intrinsically want to be healthy. I, I think. I think so. But the the definition or like the benchmarks are defined ex- extrinsically. Like we are told a certain. Sure. Like this is what a healthy weight is. Yeah. Yeah. Or this is what a healthy person looks like. Right. So like you are, you might be motivated to be healthy, but you're trying, you're comparing that to something that's not defined by you. But Tyler, if you're not doing anything to get healthier, do you think a person really wants to be healthy? Um, maybe in a, yeah. I In like a very base level or. Hmm. I think that it's such a, it's not a, a black and white thing, I guess. Like, and the way you define being healthy isn't just physique. I guess like it, yeah. it's mental health. It's. Sure. Yeah. The dimensions of health of are more than just what size your pants are, but yeah, I think Tyler, you, you kind of hit on something pretty important there with, with, with what you just said about, we want to be, get fit and be healthy, but we maybe don't always know what that looks like or a healthy right. way to do that. I like that. I think that's interesting. And it's worth thinking about. Okay. Maybe we'll pause and think about it. Yeah, let's think yep. about it. So we were talking about motivations for for getting fit or healthy in the new year and, and some of the reasons why that's so difficult. But I want to 
I want to narrow in a little bit on on vanity, and I'm gonna. I'll start by defining it for you guys. Um, yeah, I'll need that help. <laughs> yeah, vanity is inflated pride in oneself or one's appearance. Inflated pride in oneself or one's appearance. Okay. And then I'm going to. So does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. Inflated. So okay. okay. Yeah. Um. Now I'm going to ask a, a more personal question: How vain are you? on a scale of between zero and 10, 10 being it's like all you think about is you have, it's all about um, your appearance and the way you appear to others. um, And zero being, you do not think about that at all or you don't care or you don't take any pride in it. Because this is the first time you're asking, I just need a clarifying question because van the definition of vanity is an inflated sense. In other words, like would zero be where, you sh- would be a healthy place to be <laughs> or um, is like five healthy or we have to well, decide the way that I ourselves. think about zero when I it's uh, maybe we can't I can't put value on which one's good and bad because maybe yeah but inflated but, makes me think there is a value attached to that but okay I'm ready mm. okay but Graham should go first I'm just kidding. Well, I don't <laughs> it's uh yeah I, I, I mean initially I thought right away well I'm definitely more than five like I'll start there for sure because I know, I know I definitely think about my appearance and I definitely try to buy clothes with that in mind. And mm-hmm. I, um, I know people in my life who, who we talk about it, and some people don't care what they wear or how they look, and and I definitely do. So I would think maybe like I'm a, like can you fluctuate these numbers like depending on because I'm getting you can give a little range. I'm getting older here, and um, I think I would have sat at like a seven or an eight for a lot of years. Yeah. Um, I think when I was in like university in my mid twenties, like definitely an eight where I thought about it quite a lot mm-hmm. more than I should have, I think looking back and now still more than I probably should. Um, so like a, I'd say a seven because I think when I think about 10, like I think about some, some people that I've known or seen and, and I, I don't think I'm near that point, but the fact that I think about it daily and I, you know, if my hair is messed up. Like it kind of bugs me. I want to get it fixed. Like th- things like that. Like I don't, mm-hmm. if there's like a stain on my shirt, like it really bothers me. I don't, does that make, does that, is that yeah. fit? Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I don't let that go for very long. So seven, 7.2. Okay. What do you guys think? Well, I, I want to hear Chris. I would say like, if you were a 10, then I would know about those things. And I had, you know, right. You always look nice. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I mean, well, I don't, do I don't, I don't feel like you're manically like grooming yourself or anything. So yeah, well, a I think, 10 would be way too high for you. I would say. I didn't okay. think I was a 10. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if you're comfortable with where you put yourself, that's good. Yeah. And I would say I should be higher because, um, I really couldn't care less what I wear. Like my kids have said, dad, have you always had the same haircut? Like <laughs> your whole life? <laughs> So there's probably things like with style, it's just like, yeah, whatever. But I feel like I have to defend myself here. Yeah. Like what I don't judge people by how they look. Like I, I really do think that's true about me. Like yeah. I can be like, Hey, I think you're great no matter. So then I think I put that on myself too, or it's like, it doesn't really matter, yeah. but it should matter a little more. So I'm a three and I should be closer <laughs> to a five. <laughs> It's interesting that there's a like mm. a little bit of like shame on either end of the spectrum. Like, 
Yeah. Well, it, you saying you don't judge people based on how they appear, like that's pretty, that's great. You shouldn't feel bad about that. <laughs> no, I, that is great. But it's like, but maybe I should take better care of how I look. Oh. Like, okay. I'm, maybe I'm using it as missing. an excuse. Like, hey, I can see your heart and that's a, how I'm going to value you. So but, I'm not going to wear a right. shirt to the store. But then, I, yeah, it's like, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't assume that's how everybody. Right. Like, I would like that how to be received that way too, but I know that yeah. isn't true. So, so when I remember there was a, a time you mentioned your kids asked about your hairstyle, you did have a goatee for a while. Like what drove that? The laziness to not want to shave every day. Probably <laughs> like, I like having a beard cause it's like, Hey, I don't have to shave. Yeah. In my defense, uh, now that I, you're a three and I'm a seven or more, um, when I grew my beard, I mean, I looked absolutely atrocious for a long time. You so, were more like a four yeah. during the beard I was, stage. <laughs> I was able to get through that without <laughs> worrying kidding. too much about it. Hey, good. Yeah. That's progress. And I continue to have uh, a hairstyle now that I don't actually think like looks good, but I, I just, I got to keep it going because I started it. So, right. anyway. so it's, it's a different, you have your own measurement of what looks good and you think about it. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd relate more, I think with you, Graham, where I do think about it uh, like maybe more than is healthy. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I notice my, my hair is getting a little long or something like, and I, something catches my eye, like I obsess, like I have to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Like I, like I just, I can't wait. I just, you have good hair, both of you. And my hairdresser will like text me, Hey, it's been three months. Do you think <laughs> it's time for a haircut? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a fun question to confront though. Yeah. I don't like it actually. No. Yeah. I'm glad you asked it, but I don't, I don't like it. So well, where, where did you give yourself a number? I, I'd be, I mean, probably right around what Graham said, like seven or eight. Like, I don't think the character that comes to mind for a 10 would be like Johnny Bravo, the cartoon <laughs> guy. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Are like really put together and good looking people necessarily vain or are they like, there's a certain, they might just look great and yeah, not right. care like that's possible but i feel like you can us seven and eights we can tell <laughs> yeah okay coming from a three like I, I have no dog in this fight here, so i should just shut up here's the thing I, I i would i would uh suggest that if you played this little game with anybody you'd have a whole bunch of threes and a whole bunch of sevens i i don't think that many people would say they're a nine or a ten i don't think that would be no I can think you know of a couple people who I think of as tens. Of course, yeah. And some like ones or twos. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying like it's a hard thing to be like I think we scored ourselves fairly, but I mean, yeah. I'm not the one at the gym lifting my shirt to see my abs and taking pictures. I don't have any abs and also <laughs> my phone died. But would that be like a nine or when you see that? Like that like, freaks yeah. me out when I see that. Is that yeah. Our, yeah. If you're a listener and you, you do that, that's cool. We still love you. Yeah, I still see your heart, but I also see your abs and you're a 10. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's well, there's a quote related to this because the definition I just read um, talks about pride, mm-hmm. like being proud of the way you look. And, and we've kind of, right. I think, rightly interpreted that as like um, kind of just how often do you think about your appearance? But Pride does have a, a little bit of a different meaning maybe than what we've been talking about it. And there's a, a quote from Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. It says, pride relates more to our opinion of ourselves, vanity to what we would have others think of us. Sure. That makes sense. Jane right. Austen, you did it again. <laughs> so I think that's mm-hmm. a like the healthy middle ground probably is where none of us are. But like uh, where you have pride in 
the way you look even, or like who you are and your health. Um, and you're not obsessing over the opinion of others. Mm -hmm. But if you are like at the zero end of the spectrum, then maybe you're not proud of, yeah. And I don't know, like, or you're trying to, or you're trying to give that to yourself through how others view you. Maybe like that's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. how you're trying to, to get there. Yeah. We're going deep tonight. Yeah. I'm really thinking here. Yeah. Just wait till I get to all the quotes well, from man versus fat.com. I was <laughs> wondering about like somebody who doesn't like their appearance can still be vain where they think about themselves more than they should. Right. It's mm-hmm. just their their view of themselves is negative, not positive. So I don't think yeah. vanity has to be that you necessarily like the way you look, does it? It's just well, that you're thinking mm, too much about. The definition makes it seem that way, but I think we're we're talking more of like an obsession with you're thinking too much about yeah, your appearance with appearance, which is a which I think is also a cultural well, thing shoot. that's going on. <laughs> like you know, social media just added to the layer of what television and movies already did magazine like there's a you're supposed to look this way which most people don't oh shit i was using my uh my phone a little while back like the camera app thing with my daughter and i had this thing that would made her eyes bigger and like clear her skin up and crap yeah. she's three years old i yeah. didn't really know these were but on it's like a cute filter or a well whatever like whatever they were just it is. on that thing and i took a picture and i looked at it after and it, it was just it was the, so disturbing to me huh. like so i mean i yeah, I don't know. That's to me pretty pretty messed up. I told June to put the phone away. No, I, I took the picture. But like, it's almost now. <laughs> I don't know where we're going. This is going with all this, but it almost seems like in we're not people are not necessarily vain, where they have like an inflated pride. It's like a false vanity, or a, like where if you feel the need to use these filters to make yourself look a certain way. You're so, it's almost like you are lacking pride or like well, you're well insu- i think it's insecurity because you're you you're not even worried you know that people are judging you by how you look so yeah. you need to make yourself mm-hmm. look better in order to be more presentable so your skin's nicer your eyes right. are bigger your boobs are bigger your stomach's flatter whatever yeah. yeah um i don't know that's what when you guys picked your google pictures did that take a while? Did you have to cycle uh, through pictures of yourself to find one that you look the best in? Chris is have you Chris, seen mine? Like no. I, it's Chris like is, oh, here's a picture of me on the subway with Avery. I'm barely in this frame. <laughs> like I should pick a different one because you can't even tell it's me. But this might this might relate to our less. numbers. Like just oh, how I was going to say, it took him three seconds. It took us yeah. seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I I scroll I scroll through quite a bit, and then after a while, I look at the one I picked, and I think, oh man, I look like an idiot. I better get rid of that. Huh. Yeah, maybe I'm more than a seven. but then you also hear that people that people find if you have a lot of um start with those two pride and vanity yeah right if you have a lot of pride in yourself like like that tends to be a little more attractive than vanity does that make sense Mm -hmm. if somebody's comfortable in their own skin yeah it's almost are we only talking about like is pride only connected to appearance in this sense or could it be like we started with a definition from webster's dictionary or something and it's it is about appearance in one's appearance because do you but think yeah i know what you're saying Greg, but i think like when people are confident that's different than pride okay yeah maybe not no though. no maybe yeah you're probably right i just that's what i thought of for a second but yeah that is attractive when people are confident in themselves does that necessarily mean they're, they're less vain then hmm. like 
is is obvious vanity attractive? They appear to care less, but they might. That might just be a ruse. It might be really hard to actually appear that way. Yeah. 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 yeah Pete, it, when you come off as like really worrying about how you look all the time, that's not an attractive feature. Right. I don't think. No. It's sort of like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, let's just pause. I'm going to go fix my ponytail and we'll come right back. <laughs> <laughs> Something coincidentally happened today. I went to pick up some of these blind man session ales. Thank you, by the way. Um, for the recording session at the, the liquor store. And I got ID'd. No way. For the first time Come in a while. Yeah. Um, you are well into your 30s. I, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. And Were you wearing a mask? I had a mask on. Um, I'm just trying to get the scene here. Yeah. That I wasn't that day. I had a mask on. And... But anyways, when I got ID'd, I, it made me just wonder, like, I know there's this like social society kind of would say like, that's a compliment to yeah. like be ID'd, but to look like a minor. maybe not, like, maybe I don't want to look at like what, well, I guess so the, the question, I guess, is it, is that a compliment? If someone IDs you, um, would you take that as a compliment or, or not? Or I can kind of predict what Chris is going to say. <laughs> well, I'll yeah, so you start. I will start by saying I'm jealous of you. Yeah? I, what I wouldn't give to be ID'd again. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? <laughs> no. Yeah, it hasn't happened for a long time, Tyler. Uh, I think be complimented by that, you know? Okay. You have a youthful zest. You have a, a youthful countenance, a pinkish hue. Yeah. I have like the biggest beard I've ever had in my right. life. Right, yeah. that's where I'm <laughs> looking at you currently. I'm thinking, did you not have the beard this morning? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's even a couple of grays in there. Yeah. But I guess the mask was covering it. But Yeah. What's more insulting is like, I've been with Shanna once and they've ID'd her and then like, oh, do you need to see mine? No, sir. Like we, <laughs> we know you're of age. They oh, did thank that on you. purpose though. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. She tipped them quite well. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Did you feel complimented by that? No, I, like I, because I don't want to look like I'm 18. I want to look like I'm, I don't know. Like, 31. <laughs> 34 and a half. 27 um yeah like maybe like in mid 20s like i want to i don't i want to look young but not like a child like sure. <laughs> yeah. like 16 like, is like who you need to ID for. <laughs> so i didn't take it as a compliment but i don't know like, I, I feel like i'm at that age now that sweet spot where i can't pretend anymore I, feel, I felt like into my early 30s, I felt like I could still pass. For like pass. Judd Apatow could still cast <laughs> yeah, me as a high schooler. Be, yeah, like a yeah. bully type. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like yeah. now it's like I can't. It's like the, the realization, like you do get old and you get wrinkly. And you just look different. And I, I've seen some pictures of myself recently, especially during these COVID years where it's like, holy cow. Like I... <laughs> I look like older now. They just suddenly look at so those bags. I had some good years, but uh, oh yeah, you guys look amazing. Yeah, I take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, Ty. But Chris, did you answer? Like, would you take it as a compliment? I'd be like, oh, that's funny. As if, <laughs> like, you know, now it just would never happen. So, um, Shanna had a really awesome experience lately. She was wearing a mask and had done something to her eyebrows. A friend of hers was doing these eyebrow things, and she went from that to the liquor store and got ID'd. And so her friend thought, Oh, we should use this as an advertisement for the yeah. eyebrow company. 
Do you guys feel... I thought that was kind of Yeah. Do you guys feel set in your ways? Like in terms of like, this is your look. This is who you are now. Your hair is not going to change. Your clothing styles, your, your your facial hair. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, are you... Use the same cologne for 25 years. Is this you years? now? Or are there any major bodily changes or, or fashion changes you <laughs> uh, think you question. might make? We're talking haircuts, piercings, tattoos. Mm. Well, you know. I, I change my my look quite a bit like with facial hair and hair length and like all will go from you go and you glasses, change your glasses and not glasses well. and so i'm not but i feel like i still have a certain look that i try to maintain and and one thing that it's funny you ask that like i've been really obsessive or thinking a lot about piercing my my nose hmm. and that's something that that's been i've wanted to do since i was was younger i want i actually got different piercings so like i passed on the the nostril but then over the years i've always thought like that'll, that'll look good or like nostril or me. septum uh nostril yeah 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 and, and so you're you're rethinking that yeah and but it's with a different there's um kind of a different take on it like there's a reason i haven't in the last number of years because i felt like i was too old to do that Right, like because interesting kind of timing. So look. the day that you get ID'd, you re rethink that <laughs> quite seriously. <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe I could do it. Um, well, I think it's kind of like now I'm at a point where I'm still quite vain, but I don't <laughs> care as much. Like the re- the thing that was stopping me was that people will say it's weird that someone who's not in their twenties is caring about that. Yeah, but now I'm. In maybe like people the, have the been piercing spot. things for thousands of years. It's not like the twenty somethings have in the their like thirties corner 40s. on. He's yeah. right, Chris. Not not in your thirties. True. 40s. I'm just trying to find <laughs> like a, <laughs> find a way in for him. So, but they're going to reverse ID him at the place when he gets a piercing. <laughs> Are you under thirty, sir? We don't yeah. do that. <laughs> and then yeah, but then there's like this: when you get older, you don't care what people think. Yeah. Right. So I'm kind of in in between, maybe where I don't I do care what people think. But like, I want to look a certain way and I don't care that you think I'm too old to do it. Right. So maybe I'll just do it anyways. Oh, you got to do it. Commit to try. <laughs> Commit. You would yeah. look good with a nose ring. I know. You look damn good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would you put in there? Like a diamond stud or like a ring? A ring. You seem I like a, a ring. ring guy. Yeah, I think a ring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. you chain it to your earlobe as well? Is that a yeah. thing? And then to my to nipple piercing. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> The well, trifecta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just in closing up our meandering yet thoughtful and enjoyable discussion, yeah. Chris, um, is it possible to be a healthy eight or nine on the on the vanity scale? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think when people are comfortable in their own skin and they're and are also comfortable living with people around them that might be twos or threes mm-hmm. or zeros or tens, um, that we're not projecting our vanity onto other people or judging them by the standard that we might judge ourselves by. Um, I think that can work. What do you think? I just feel bad about making fun of the people at the gym who take pictures of their abs now in the mirror. Oh yeah, because I was making fun in light of that, but potentially. That could have been wrong of me to do that. Yeah, well, the danger is that that's how they value themselves and mm-hmm. that's the only way they value themselves. I think that would be right. 
there should be some caution around that. But it might just be a like a progress. But like, picture hey, I'm proud of myself because I've worked for two yeah. years and now I finally have a six pack. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. I think when we were talking about this earlier on, like this this idea of, well, when you said, Chris, that you were a three and you, you see people for their heart or like. <laughs> that sounds like, cheesy, but I think I do. No, well, but it made me feel guilty like that. Oh, well, I must not then. You know? No, I didn't like, mean no, that. So sorry if I came across that But I that think way. that is, I think that's true though. Like I think because I'm concerned about my appearance, I probably do think about other people's appearance more than you do. Like yeah, I, think I, there's, that too. I think there's yeah. a relationship between like, if you think about your own appearance a lot, you probably think about other people's appearance too. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah, maybe. But, but I mean, I like you not because you have a beard or a potential nose ring. Yeah. And I like you even the, though you're wearing Crocs in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> that hand-me-down hoodie. <laughs> but, but I think that the healthy part of it maybe is like where the health comes is um, not getting too close to the extreme ends of the spectrum is, is maybe what I, yeah. when I think about what's healthy there, I think yeah. we, there's like a healthy range and then it gets. Middle ground is often safer and healthier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we tend to also judge people when we don't know their heart, you know, what do you have to judge them by is what, what you see usually. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you see a slob or you see somebody well put together, you, you're going to make a judgment about that probably. Well, and like you said earlier, like if, if, if that's important to how you look, then that's how you're going to judge them as well. So Chris, we're going to give some of our points. We get you up to a five and we'll get down to fives too. Okay. Yeah. We'll meet in the middle. Sweet. I'm looking forward to style tips. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to seeing people's heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seeing I beyond the, how. the hairstyles and the <laughs> clothing. The brand of shoelaces. Um, that was fun, you guys. It was a good way to kick off the year. I'm still not going to go to the gym anytime soon. <laughs> I might yeah. try to eat a little better. My goal is to nine. go to the gym tomorrow, actually, but I wasn't going to really? say it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Four o'clock. Hey, man, there you go. 4.15. You can do it. And if you don't, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> Ty, how about you? You going to go for a run tomorrow? Yeah, I think so. Like, But that's not new. Like, I'll just mm-hmm. kind of keep doing what, what I've been doing. Yeah. The the Christmas break is always, like, pretty nasty with the amount of eating and yeah. lack of physical activity. So, yeah. it just feels good to get back to some yeah. of those things. Yeah, it does. All right, guys. Well, we'll do a group hug and then we'll do some Thanks. confessions. I have a feeling it'll be an explosive confessions tonight. Just Ooh. stay tuned. I feel like you need to hear this stuff. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, New Year's is a time when you're reflecting. So confessing can kind of be a part of a New Year's. Mm-hmm. theme absolutely uh we're gonna confess some things and i'm going to confess to you today that emotionally i'm um typically quite put together i think of myself that way um but when i get like emotional in terms of sad i often lose it and in really weird ways like in public or uh the two times i can think of one happened in a walmart and one in my movie group where I just like started really ugly crying in front of people. Mm -hmm. So in order to try to um, curb that, I guess I've created a playlist of songs that help make me cry. So I don't have a lot of songs on there, but I would take some suggestions. The three that I have that are really good and work almost every time uh, are veils on the way by JP Ho, David Livingston song, 
uh, by John Bryant, which we heard mm-hmm. perform live, which was really great. Yeah. And a song called How Long Will I Love You from a movie uh, that makes me cry every time. So I am taking suggestions for more songs that make you cry. But the confession is that I'm trying to control my emotions and like. So you're like mm-hmm. practicing, like you're well, making, you're like manufacturing situations where you're emotional and. I don't. Yeah. More like I think I need an outlet because I don't want it to happen in a way that's really embarrassing. Oh, I see. I That's sort of how I look at it. But it's still like oh, okay. just little teaspoons of emotion as compared to like a waterfall okay. when I can't control it so i had a pretty solid uh emo phase like, <laughs> so I, I have some some good song with me i love that okay please send them over to yeah. me um i don't know how much how much you want to cry and, and what sort of way but if you have you ever seen the movie dear zachary no you should if if you if you want to ball, wait where, what is it about i don't want to say too much because it's kind is of, it about the letter it's that, about a documentary movie being made about a father yes, i've seen it okay yeah rudy? I, have you I seen cried. rudy Oh yeah, I love love Rudy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't cry. I found it quite motivational. Remember, as a kid, nothing compares to you by Sinead O'Connor used to get me pretty good. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know why. That's awesome. We'll get back to you on that one. Okay. Okay. Um, thanks, Chris. Um, okay, so Spider Man just came out. Yeah. The third in the what's his name series? Um, Tobey yeah. Maguire. No, no, no. <laughs> no. We're way past that. <laughs> This isn't a like this isn't a Tom huge confession, but it came out, and I you know I, I like the Marvel movies are fun, but then there are rumors about this one. Now, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, you should maybe not listen to this part just for thirty seconds. But there's rumors that the actors from the other movies, the older ones, come into this movie, oh, the multiverse. Tobey yeah. Maguire, yes, like Maguire, Andrew Garfield, yeah. the bad guys. That was the rumor, and I really want to go see it. And one night I was sitting there, kind of, I read a book for a little while, had my computer for a little while. And then I decided I'm just going to go and like, see if this happened. Whoa. So for the first time well, in years. And you knew you were going to go to the movie? Well, not yet, but I wanted to. I, th- oh. I figured we would. So I, guys, my confession is I watched a bootleg handicam what? version of Spider-Man, handicam, like, yeah. you know, in a video camera in a movie theater with people standing up every 10 seconds, I think from China. Cause there were, there were subtitles and, uh, I only meant to watch the last little bit to kind of see because I just couldn't wait. And I ended up basically watching the whole thing. <laughs> uh, awesome. I'm feeling guilty about it. So that's my confession. I watched the whole thing in terrible, terrible quality. Yeah, that sucks that that was your first. Saw the spoilers that I hoped I would see or didn't hope I would see, including ones I did not expect to see. Well, this is great because we actually talked about this movie on the ride out here and you never mentioned that. I saved it for the podcast. Yeah. Wow, good for you. But I did take, Heidi and I went to it as well. Uh, and it was fantastic. Yeah, you paid to see it also. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm done. Um, I was driving with an expired driver's license. Ooh, for how long? For um, almost two months. And the so that's my, like, I was committing that, that crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. But I was unaware until I went with my family, my wife and my three children. We went to the airport to fly up to the Yukon um, for a little Christmas um, family get together. And we were at, I made it through the, I went through the check-in, checked all the luggage, went through security. Um, Our new game plan in the airport is at the gate to wait to the very end with the three kids, like, we kind of ignore the like what rows you're in. We just wait to the end. We know they're going to let us on. So we kind of 
hang out so that we're not sitting on the airplane for any longer than we need to do need to be. So we were in the last, we were coming up to the gate. The kids were all checked in. They show their ID or uh, Krista showed her ID. Then I showed my ID. And then there was a problem. <laughs> they caught my ID was oh. um, expired and I had no idea. So I was really surprised. Um, and, but then 30 seconds later, as we're, I'm trying to pull out other I- forms of ID yeah. that they yeah. accept. And what about my Costco and, card? Yeah, exactly. And they, they wouldn't, they couldn't let me go on. And we were, I was frustrated and, uh, I, I kept it fairly harmonious actually, but, um, but like, who were com- you, you were frustrated with yourself or the airline uh, or what? Like everything, the yeah. situation, because it's like, they clearly know it's me. Like your they whole, can see all my, right my whole there. wallets emptied right. in front of them with my name on it. As if this isn't me. Yeah. But the, I get why, like they're just following their thing. So it was not fair to get angry at them, but the, yeah. So my whole family got on the plane and I, whoa, I, like they left. Yeah. Was they just you? went and I came back the next day with my passport and yeah. flew oh, man. by myself. And scale of one to 10, how mad was Krista? Well, I think the flight went well, considering like that she had the three kids and like eight pieces of luggage and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was totally my fault that I um, was unable to fly with them. It, it went fairly well, but I think also finding out at that point at the gate where they're like, we're leaving, you got to get on. Um, that was, kind of worked in my favor because there was only like 20 seconds of Daggers. frustration. And, <laughs> and there was and no, ch- like, they, they weren't going to let you on. There's no chance, right? Like they just said to you straight no, up. No. Like and then like even they kind of said to to Krista and the kids like, you got to get on now or we're leaving. So then, yeah. They was there ever and, a thought like she should stay back with you? No. Let the kids go? <laughs> like all our stuff. It's, like yeah. it, at that point, we're like at the gate. Like, right. What, it, so you didn't even have your luggage. Like it went. It went. But I came back the next day. So So you drove home from the airport. Drove home. Yeah, it is a whole ordeal. Whoa. No kidding. Did you you need to show your license any time before that? And they just didn't notice? They just didn't notice it at the the check-in. That's on them, It's actually the same people. Sometimes, yeah. But the the people at the gate were, they were blamed. They were like, how did they not catch this before? Right. Would you have that time if they noticed then to get it? So that's why it was better. It was at the gate. Or like for your dad time to for drive Chris it to, to you. Or, right. well, um, I guess we would have tried that, but it would have been stressful and frantic. And this ended up working out okay. And now I got back. A, yeah. And now yeah. I'm back. Or did you even go? <laughs> <laughs> I did go. Yeah. It's a good confession, Ty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that's a t- I, mean, I could see that happening easily to me. So easily. And I think I mentioned this to you guys last year, but when I went to get my... I noticed my license had been expired for almost a year, actually. So way worse than your three <laughs> <Yeah>. months. <laughs> I drove around for a long time without it. So yeah, I yeah. mean, you just don't think about it. No, I just no. COVID man. I just blame COVID. Yep. <laughs> um, boy, that was fun, uh, Chris. I think a lot of listeners find this fun too, I but they might they want do. to engage with us a little bit. You should, and there's lots of ways to do it. You could just straight up do it on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram, but you might want to. Just go to our website, harmoniousgentleman.com, where everything is funneled right to one spot. Neatly. Yeah. 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 We really, really like emails. We do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've got a few to read to you next time from the Alberta Podcast Network. We do. Yeah. (laughs) It's not good news. (laughs) No, not not good news, but we appreciate all feedback. Yeah. So just uh, send us an email at harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. And one thing I want to throw out there too, just for listeners, uh, 
to start the new year. If you know of any potential guests right. that we should maybe pursue or you know of, uh, let us know because we had a blast uh, interviewing a variety of guests last year and we want to continue it. So we have some in mind and one booked already, but if you have any ideas, you can definitely let us know. Also, if you have any Ian's with Brett the Hitman Heart, please yeah. email the I've show. I've been trying to reach out to him. Uh, he has not gotten back to me. <laughs> I don't know why. Brett, if you're listening, give me a call. Yeah. On the Harmonious Gentleman. So I had to get my driver's license, obviously, like renew it. And my this is my, my true confession here is that I, I had to get my picture taken and I'm just obsessing over <laughs> a haircut. And like a beard trim ever since I had to take that new ID. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tyler is crying, listeners, right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Okay. Harmonious gentlemen.